0: Welcome to the Marriage Doc Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Brian Schrader. I am a licensed marriage and family therapist, doctor specializing in couples therapy, and expert on dual couple trauma. I'm so glad that you chose to listen today and check out the podcast, and I'm really excited about getting into today's episode. Hey, are you a Pennsylvania resident looking for individual and or couples therapy? Go to www.themarriagedoc.com and click on the schedule consultation and pick a date and time to get started. Welcome to another episode of the Marriage Doc Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Brian Schrader. I'm so happy to be here with you. To be honest, I'm really excited about this episode. Um, it's kind of a cornerstone of so much of our relationships that, uh, well, I'll get into it here in a couple of minutes. It's on the idea of levels of trust and we're going to focus on it in terms of intimate relationships, but I cannot believe, you know, just as a side note, I can't believe it's already November 1st. Uh, we're almost to 2022. It's almost Christmas. Uh, it's, it's absolutely insane, and I just feel like I'm still trying to catch up on everything. Uh, speaking of yesterday being Halloween, so um, I, I'm always curious. What are some people's, you know, typical routines on Halloween? I mean, I'm, for myself, I uh, took my youngest two sons out trick-or-treating, came home, and we typically will put on a movie of some sort. Um And so I came home last night with my younger two and my oldest son and my wife were home handing out candy. And my wife was watching Maleficent, which is, you know, not the cartoon version, but the one with Angelina, Julie, good movie. Um, Then we put our sons to bed and I was, you know, scrolling through Hulu and I'm like, okay, well, what's on. So I ended up finding um, scary stories you tell in the dark or scary stories to tell in the dark. And I'm thinking to myself, that title sounds so familiar, and I ended up doing a Google search, and I found the books. Right, and, and the reason it was familiar to me is because growing up, I had some of the books, and I always thought, "Wow, those are some creepy stories." Um, and so I started watching some of the movie, and, and if if you're not aware, there's a movie about it, um, and, it and it's good. I haven't watched all of it. Um, But I did start watching it last night and I'm like, wow, this is cool. Like it really brought back some childhood memories in terms of the books, um, which I think I, I don't know even where they're at at this point, but I do remember having them as a kid. So that, that's just kind of yesterday. And it's always a good time going trick or treating uh, with the kids and just kind of, it, it takes me back to some of my childhood and I always enjoyed going out free candy. Why not? Right. I mean, that's, that's a great way to go. All right, so let's transition then into today's episode, which I said is on levels of trust. And this is focusing on intimate relationships because we can look at all three of these levels of trust in terms of business relationships, you know, friends, family. We, we can look at all those, but we're going to look at intimate relationships um, and focus on that. So when you're thinking about these levels of trust, in the examples I give, this is, your, this is the focus, is in regards to intimate relationships. Now, the first being deterrence-based trust. Also, you could call it um, rules-based trust. So essentially, what we establish in a relationship are rules so that neither one of us hurt the other person or neither one of us are supposed to have more power than the other person. But I think we all know that that can still happen, right? An example may be, um, in terms of a rule that we're in a monogamous relationship, right? We're not going to be dating or being with anybody else, but as we've known, and, and I've done other podcasts on us, there is different types of infidelity that occur, such as internet based infidelity. There's, you know, the infidelity in terms of cheating, going out and, you know, hooking up with somebody else. Uh, there's a lot of different ways that this can still come into play, but there are rules, right? Rules, um, are set up to try and protect us, right? and that's one way that we set up trust is by having these rules that's that's the first that's the first level so a deterrence based trust now there's a lot of relationships that don't get past that right and and this is an important piece too that i want to put out there is even in intimate relationships not every intimate relationship deserves to get past deterrence based trust you have to look at your relationship You know, if you're with somebody who's cheating all the time or, you know, you don't feel safe because you feel like they're flirting with somebody else all the time and they're really not into the relationship long term, like they're really not into it like you are. And I think if you've been in that type of relationship, you know what I'm talking about, then that doesn't deserve to get past necessarily, right? Doesn't deserve to get past, you know, a rules base because if they aren't going to follow the rules, as you'll see, as we go further through here they don't deserve. That relationship is not deserving of that. It's not saying you don't deserve a more quality, you know, trusting relationship. It's saying that that current relationship may not deserve that. So think about that as we move forward. The next kind is knowledge-based trust. So knowledge-based trust, now what the heck is this? Well, what this is, is that I know you enough. I know you well enough to know how you will be in a relationship, what it's going to be like being with you in a relationship. Now, this can also have the reverse piece, right? If I know you're a prick and I know I can't trust you or I know you're just not enjoyable to be around, I don't want to get to that level with you. Not intimate relationship anyways. I, I, don't, want to, I don't want to wake up every single day with somebody who I'm going to look at and be like, oh, I can't stand that person. You know, you know, to look at somebody and say he or she is just ridiculously terrible to be around. I don't want that kind of trust with you. I, I I can know how you're going to be, but it doesn't mean I want to be with you, right? So look at it in those lenses as well. Just because this is a level of trust, it also brings up ways to look at the relationship to see if it deserves to move forward. And and you can look at that both ways, right? So I know how you're going to be in a relationship. So I know, for example, if if it's a relationship I want to move forward with, right, I know you're trusting, you're honest, uh, you're a caring person, you're going to have a lot of qualities that I deem as desirable, okay, in a knowledge-based uh, trusting relationship. And that's really important. Uh, and again, if if that's not going on, and if you feel like, oh, you know, I, I, you don't have the qualities I want, a lot of times what I'll see, and, and I feel like This can have this still happens in adult relationships. But when I look at teenage relationships a lot, especially with people who come into therapy, um, a lot of times what you'll see, and this isn't in every relationship. Right. But a lot of times what you'll see is the person, guy or girl, will be so infatuated with the other person or think they're so great or want them to be so great that they'll ignore these other things. They'll ignore that the person is disrespectful, that they lie, that they're not caring, that they're not in it as much as you are, or they're not in it for the right relationships, right relationships, excuse me, right reasons. Um, You know, these are the things that a lot of people will see. Like a lot of times I think parents see it. I think friends of that person may see it. They may even say to the person, hey, are you sure this is somebody you want to be with? Like, I don't know if they're in it for the right reasons i don't know if they're trustworthy i don't know if they're a very good person and a lot of times they may get backlash from that friend family member whatever uh of saying you know you're just jealous you you don't know you, you don't know what you're talking about you're you're just upset because you're not in a relationship or you're just upset because your relationships in the past didn't work out you may get some kickback like that okay at the end of the day sometimes we just have to learn for ourselves because as human beings, we can be stubborn as heck, stubborn as heck and just delusional, (laughs) just simply delusional. So just because you see somebody that's with somebody who may not be best for them doesn't mean they're going to see it, but they may have to see it in their own terms on their own path. And a lot of times we're on our own path with regards to these things. So, the last one is identity based, right? So identity based trust is the sweet spot. This is where this is where deep dive conversations, which if you've listened to the podcast before, you've heard me talk about deep dive conversations. This is the bread and butter of healthy relationships in terms of where people want to go. When you when you look at these relationships um, in terms of in the movies, and oh my gosh, two people that are so in love, and you know they talk about everything. They 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 just have this level of vulnerability to them that they seem to put out there. They're safe with each other. They they want to know everything about the other person. They feel like they have a lot of information, and they're safe to divulge it to, because there's not this fear. Or it doesn't seem like they'd have this fear of of any harm coming to them, right? Just this really romantic relationship. Just like the movie, the notebook for me. Okay. Like, I know there's a lot of ins and outs, right? I, and if you haven't seen the movie, watch it. But I'm telling you, like, in terms of the connection that the two main characters have, like, that is that's a that's that's a lot. In my mind, when I think of this idea of identity-based trust, in in terms of their connection there, That that is, you know, pops in my mind as an example, right? Again, I know there's a lot of parts of the movie where, you know, she's going back to her husband, he's with somebody else. I'm, just understand, it's an example. So, it, you know, this idea is that Our fears and worries are disclosed to the other person, as well as our hopes and dreams. We are vulnerable. We are talking about productivity with the other person. You know, how do we get to our goals, what we need to do, different parts of our relationships to nourish things that we want in a relationship, things that we don't. And we're able to do this because the person's safe and we take the time because we see That this relationship is worth it, okay? Because we've gotten past the point where the person's respected the rules we put forward, right? So, say, let's say they haven't cheated, they they're honest, they're caring, they're loving, they're affectionate, they're hardworking. So they've gotten past, you know, all these levels to this point. You know, anything from deterrence based, knowledge based that we know them, we feel safe with them safe and secure. When the world is on fire, I can go to him or her and I know they're going to be there. I know. That is identity-based trust. And it is where my hope for all relationships in terms of intimate relationships that you can get. When, I, when I'm when i working with couples, that's my hope to help them get to there. They don't all get there. They don't for any of the reasons that we spoke already about, but that is always my hope for them. But not every relationship is is worthy of identity-based trust. And sometimes that's hard pill to swallow, but that's the reality of it. Not every relationship is worthy of identity-based trust because not everybody is going to pass the other first two levels of trust. If you can't be trusted to that, if if, if you can't be trusted to not cheat right, or whatever the initial rules are, if that cannot be done, you're going to be hard-pressed to get to identity-based trust to where I feel I can be vulnerable with you. Because if I can't trust you, how am I going to be vulnerable with you? And there's people that are going to be listening to this podcast that truly are in this position where they have to ask themselves those hard questions. How can I how can I be completely vulnerable? Put myself out there if I can't trust you. And that's a question you're going to have to answer for yourself, because to be honest, if you can't trust, I don't know how you do this. If it, you you know, even to blindly walk through, right, to blindly walk through, you know, and say, OK, well, I know I can't trust them, but you know what? I need to be in a relationship. I know everything about them. I know they're going to hurt me. I know they're, they're not in this for me. They don't give a crap about me. Or maybe they don't care as much about me as I do them. And I don't feel like I can open up to them. It's not safe. Ask yourself, is this a relationship I deserve? And if you say yes, in terms of, I know I can't trust them. I know they'll probably hurt me, and I know I can't truly open up to them, and I can't be vulnerable, I can't talk about my hopes and dreams without them knocking them down or disrespecting them or not participating in that conversation. If you say you deserve that type of relationship, you need to do some self-work. You need to do some self-work because at the end of the day, nobody deserves that. Nobody, and that includes you. So while we look at these different levels, a lot of questions and conversations can be had. But my challenge for you is look at the relationship you're in. If you're dating somebody, if you're married to somebody, look at some of this. It's not because I want you to break up or because it's not working. I want you to look at this and see where you're at. And the reason being is I feel like a lot of relationships past the first two levels but then you just stop you stop in the sense of you don't grow together you don't talk about goals and ambitions and fears and worries you just go blindly individually through life and this causes conflict i see it all the time i see it all the time and my relationship's not perfect either my marriage is not perfect But it's not about being perfect. It's about willingness. And my wife and I, just the other day, you know, we talked about fears. We talked about ambitions and goals. And even though we don't have all the answers to them, the goal is not to have all the answers. The goal is to begin the process and walk down that path. Because if you're not willing to walk down that path and try, then what the heck are you in this for? If you're not willing to involve the other person, be a team player, why are you in a relationship for the status? So again, I encourage folks to look at your relationships and, and look at some of these things. And if you're not involving your partner in your hopes and dreams and goals and talking about worries, fears, concerns, do it. See how it goes. see how it goes because if you're with this person right now and you have set rules with them and not just one person setting rules i'm not saying you know she comes in here she tells me that there's no cheating you know this that or the other and i've done all that you know it has to be a mutual conversation Right, there, there's mutual conversation on setting rules. What are we both willing to do? If one person, and this is, this is just something here to look at, there's more and more open relationships now than I feel like in the past, right? There's just, it's more of an open conversation now and no pun intended, right? There's more people talking about it. So if you are in a relationship, for example, and one person wants an open relationship and the other person doesn't, that relationship will not work. Because both people have to be on the same page about it. There has to be rules. There's rules in every relationship. Whether you see them, whether you verbalize them is another thing. And whether those rules are healthy is another thing. So there's a lot of stuff that has to happen here. Even though I say there's three levels of trust. There's a lot that goes into each one that I just don't have time on the podcast to go over (laughs) It'd be we'd be. We'd be uh, constantly here for the entirety of, of days, weeks, and months. But there's a whole process. As you start a relationship and you mutually discuss rules, expectations, and you're both able and willing to follow all those, and as you move forward and then you get to the idea of getting to know each other more and more, you, know, you feel safer with that person, you get to know, okay, well, you know, in a relationship, they're going to be trustworthy. I, you know, they're loving, caring. Oh, I just, you know, all the things that I want and need in a relationship. And then you're moving forward, right? You get more and more serious over time. You know, things happen and, and you're you're feeling like, you know what? Like, I know I can open up to them about anything and everything and I can talk to them and, and they're willing to listen and participate in the conversation when I need them to. And when I need them to listen, they do that. That's how you progress through the levels of trust. So I hope today's podcast has been helpful. I hope people get a lot out of it. Um, If you have any questions, thoughts, you can always communicate with me via the Anchor app, which is on Spotify. Also. Feel free to message me on Instagram. It's my my handle on there is the underscore marriage underscore doc. That's D-O-C. And feel free to message me on there. Also, I am on TikTok as well. And on TikTok, I am able to be found at marriage underscore doc. That's marriage underscore doc on TikTok. So I hope everybody, like I said, have gotten something out of this, if nothing else, made you think about it. Um, examine your relationship and really be willing to have more conversations about some of these things with your partners. Have some and work towards those deep dive conversations if that's that where you're at in the relationship. I hope everybody has a wonderful day and I am gonna end it there. I hope we'll talk to everybody later again. Make sure to subscribe to The Mary's Doc podcast. Get as many people on board here as possible to check it out. I appreciate everybody who does listen. And uh, I'm out of here. Take care.